0: Hey guys, welcome to the number five ever episode of the Cool Sports Network. I am Chase Coburn. Today we are back with another episode of the Cool Sports Network. I know, we have not recorded in a while. Let me explain. I have a lot of big plans, right? I, okay, first of all, I started my ChaseSportsYouth.com website. It is not technically official, official. It There still has a lot of details. Uh, to be made. I will put the link in the description, though. I have a lot of articles in the NBA and NFL right now. I have a couple in the NHL as well, one in the NCAA. still haven't only done as much MLB, but that will be coming soon. We have a tennis article, a bunch of different things that we are doing over there. So I would highly recommend checking that out again. I will put the link to that in the description, or you could just know chasesportsnews.com. In today's episode, we're going to be reacting to some Olympic talk. We're going to be reacting to the woman's sloop style. Snowboarding, uh, but who, how Zoe Sandowski got the gold. Uh, Joey, Joey, Julia Marino, Joey Marino from Westport, Connecticut, how she got the silver, and then how Jamie Anderson, we didn't see her full potential, but just how great she is and how maybe she could bring it up in another Olympics if she does play. Um, But yeah, just kind of breaking down uh, Jamie Anderson's play. And we're also going to be reacting to the Major League Baseball officially stopping testing players from steroids, at least for now during the MLB lockout. And that's a pretty big deal. And I think it could cause an unfair advantage if the MLB season does start this year and all the lockout situations get, get covered up. So we are going to be reacting to that as well. But again, hope you guys do enjoy this episode. So do subscribe, follow, share, view. We haven't got a lot of views recently, really my fault. We haven't posted a lot, but let's just, let's get into this right now. You know, Uh, just a lot to break down, and we're going to start off with the Olympics. I hope you guys are enjoying the Olympics. To me, I think my favorite part about the Olympics is just the whole fun of it. Like, you get to watch sports, cheer for your country. Like, to me, I'm not as passionate about the Olympics, right? But, I still do cheer, and I think it's just a fun way to be like, you know, let's watch some sports. Let's have some fun watching sports, watch the Olympics. We could see a bunch of different people from all over the world compete in different sports competitions. I just love the Olympics. I hope you guys really are enjoying it. Snowboarding was a new sport for me. I never watched snowboarding. I never been a snowboarder. I'm not that good of an athlete to be a snowboarder. So I'm just, I'm not a snow, I wasn't a snowboarding kind of person. Didn't really watch a sport but when i put it on it was a lot of fun and i kept watching it and i watched a lot of the qualifying round i watched almost all of the finals and it was a lot of fun to watch and honestly i think that could be the best part of the olympics so far at least for me the best part of the olympics has been watching the snowboarding and the downhill skiing the downhill skiing at least last night when i was watching was a lot of fun but when we look at the snowboarding uh, right. I live in Connecticut, so I was definitely cheering for Joy Marino, very close uh, to where she is from. She's from Westbrook, Connecticut. So I was really cheering for Joy Marino and uh, for her to win. And she had a great round and we're going to talk about that. And she ended up getting silver. So we Sadowski, I mean, really amazing round from her. She ended up producing one of the best, uh, one of the best scores, uh, the best score I've seen uh, snowboarding wise ever in, in my snowboarding, uh, in my snowboarding watching career, which has been la- which has lasted four days. So, uh, but I mean, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And then we're gonna be breaking down Jamie Anderson's performance again, like I did explain. Starting off with Zoe Sadowski, right? She is from New Zealand. Her hometown though was in Sydney, Australia. She did a she did a good job in the qualifying round. A 73.58 in her first run and 86.75 in her second run. She was the best player uh, uh, best snowboarding uh, best snowboarder in the in the qualifying round, which is very important. You know, get yourself a top tier spot in the qualifying round. She took care of business there. In the finals, she did a great job. 84.51. You'd think that will be good enough to get the job done. Now, Joy Marino had one amazing round, and we're going to talk about her. She had the one amazing round, but she's also an inconsistent player. But you think 84.51 would be put, probably good enough to be number one, but it wasn't. She put up 28.15 in Her second run, but her third run when really when she really needed it most 92.88. And again, in her third run, getting herself the gold the first New Zealand gold medal, I'm pretty sure, in snowboarding history. I don't even know if there's been any golds in New Zealand uh, for the Winter Olympics ever. You know, it was definitely some sort of record. I'm not 100% sure what the record is, but sure, she not a record, but she set something for New Zealand. So, congratulations to her and New Zealand for getting that done. She obviously that first and finals with that gold award. And as I was watching this, I was like, if anyone is going to be Joey Marino's score that we're about to talk about, that felt like an unbreakable score at the time when we were watching it, Uh, when I was watching it, I was like, I was thinking, right, when Zoe Sadowski was about to go, Sadowski was about to go, I said, if anyone is going to break Joey Marino's, like, you know, uh, best run right now, uh, great, because she was the only, uh, uh, Sadowski was the only snowboarder left. She was the only one that could, break. Uh, she was the final snowboard, right? And I was like, is she going to break it? And I, I had a feeling she would, because she had been such a good snowboarder, but she hadn't had a record like that yet or i say record a run like that yet because 86.75 was her best at the time and that was in her one run, run two in the qualifying round so she hadn't got that high of a score yet which ended up being 87.68 for joy marino so i wasn't 100 sure if she would break it but i knew if anyone was going to break it uh, by that point i even going into the, to run three i knew it would be zoe sadowski and she did, and she had an amazing round. I think a couple nine hundred flips. I think a ten eighty. Maybe it was a a one two sixty. really amazing flips. Really a great performance to watch. And she ended up getting the gold medal. Really ice in her veins. Very very clutch. That course was tough too. And I, again, I haven't seen a lot of snowboarding courses, but that seemed like a very tough course. Jamie Anderson was talking about that in her post game on the qualifying round. Um, They were interviewing her, and she basically said uh, not everyone was playing at their highest ability at the, the, on, on the qualifying round because this was a very tricky course. And considering how good Zoe Sadowski did and what it looks like is a very uh, tough uh, course, at least to Jamie Anderson, who's one of the best all-time women snowboarders, I mean, snowboarding players, I mean, Olympians, this is just, I mean, it tells you how really tough it is and how good Zoe Sadowski was. In that final run, the final run of the entire competition to get a 92.88 and get the gold medal. Congratulations to her and New Zealand again for getting that gold medal. I know it does mean a lot. And, um, yeah, a really successful round from Zoe Sadowski. But, Joy Marino, you also got to give some credit to her. She's from the USA, United States of America, hometown, Westport, Connecticut. In the qualifying round, her first round, I saw her uh, her first round. And I was like, oh, Westport, Connecticut, I live in Connecticut. Let's hope she does good. And she failed twice and I was like, yikes, she probably won't make the qualifying round, but then I saw her in her run number two, put up a 71.78, right, now I'm not expecting her to win in the finals, but six in the qualifying round, not too terrible, you get in, right, with that great, and I say great, it's pretty good 71.78 uh, run, right, but in the finals, uh, she went down, right, her first run, that's fine right you still got two more runs to go only your best run counts and that's something i love is that you could have two terrible rounds you can literally fall every single time you do a flip on your first two runs but if you have an amazing third run or vice versa in any of them, then you're going to win. And that was my favorite part is that you only need to have one great round. And it looked like Joey Marino had that one great round to get her the gold medal. 87.68 in her second round, 60.35 in her third round. However, she wasn't really putting her full potential into that third round because she was assuming that, that 87.68 one, she couldn't break it, that what she had already said, and two, no one else was going to break it. Zoe Sadowski ended up doing that. But she got a silver, uh, obviously, that second. Uh, silver medal now, that's really good I mean Joy Marino was not someone anyone was expecting to get a medal uh, and, and not not even close to a gold medal or at least be the favorite to get a gold medal for almost the entire competition for more than half of the competition um was, I mean it was not expected Joy Marino really an amazing run and that, that one run and when I was watching it I was like wow there's no way no one could beat this and then When I saw Zoe Sadowski do it, I was just like, wow. And I was in shock. It was really a lot of of fun to watch. So, again, shout out to Joy Moreno. She had an amazing round. Uh, I I think getting a silver, right, second, uh, silver medal, that shouldn't be nothing to be ashamed of uh, in in the slip-style snowboarding tournament uh, in the Olympics Uh, since – she was not expected to get anywhere close to a medal before. I think Joy Marino has got to be proud of herself. Great, uh, great rounds and great qualifying round, great finals from Joy Marino. Last but not least, Jamie Anderson from the USA, from South Lake Tahoe, California. Qualifying round, she did very good. I saw her first run, did not see her second run, 74.35 in her first run, 53.26 in her second run, just putting her ahead of Joy Marino with the fifth spot in the qualifying round. Now, Jamie Anderson, multiple-time gold medalist, really a talented, talented snowboarder, and she was talking about, this course is tough, and they're going to have to find a way to to get past it, right? And Jamie Anderson just couldn't do that in the finals, 22.98 in her first run, not what we usually see from her. 60.78 60.78 in her second run and 36.88 in her third run, making her ninth. She ended up being ninth place in the finals. Not what we expected from Jamie Anderson in and multiple-time gold medalist, but still very impressive. Again, it was probably a hard course. Uh, she could just never really get that that one great round. She was a little bit more consistent. That was the thing with Joy Marino is she was inconsistent, but she had the one great run. You know me. I don't like teams that are inconsistent. Players that are inconsistent. Especially if you listen to Wiz talk with Chase. But in a sport like snowboarding, you actually are okay being inconsistent. Uh, at least in this tournament where it's just your best run counts. I and mean, When your best run counts, you could be inconsistent as long as you have the really high ups. And even if you have the really low down, as long as you have the really high ups, you really have a chance to get a medal. And Joy Marino did that. Jamie Anderson didn't really do that. And a 31-year-old, and she's 31, right? So she, she's past her prime, but she just really couldn't get it going. But when she does get it going, she's a really fun snowboarder to watch. I watched uh, some of her previous clips before I did this episode just to kind of get a hang of how good Jamie Anderson is she's a very good uh, snowboarder. So, shout out to her. She didn't do as great in the qualifying round here and the finals for, uh, I mean, she did great in the in the uh, first one, 74.35 in her first run. That got her in first place at the time. Again, ended up being fifth in the qualifying round. Not the best we've ever seen Jamie Anderson do, uh, you know, be snowboarding, but in this loop style tournament here at the Olympics, 31-year-old Jamie Anderson, tough course. I think this is pretty decent for her. Now, real quick, I do want to wrap this episode up, but we do need to talk about how the Major League Baseball is not testing players for steroids as for now with everything that's going on with the MLB lockdown. Now, spring training's coming up. Pitchers and and, uh, and catchers are supposed to be going in about a week, which would obviously be a lot of fun if they do end up going. But with all the situations of the lockout, they're going to stop testing players for steroids for now until everything is figured out and everyone can really get back to being normal. Now, I think this could possibly cause some trouble. I think there could be some cheating involved. I think some players right now are going to take some steroids, make them stronger. I'm, I'm not exactly sure with steroids, how long they last or how long it will last to test them. But if someone literally took steroids like right now, an MOB player to make them b- better and stronger and bigger and just a better baseball player, I'm not sure if it would show up on the tests. Um, When they do test them so I think there could be a lot of cheating involved and I think we got to be aware for some random players uh, some great players to have all-time great seasons or for some players that we didn't expect to become all stars, I think we're going to see a lot of first-time all stars in the MLB this year. And I do think there will be some players take steroids. And yes, there will be some players who will do the right thing and not cheat. But there are going to be some players who want to win, and if they're if they're not going to get caught, then why not? Is their point, you know? So there will be some players to take steroids. They probably won't come up in the test. If they do, then they'll get caught. But if they don't show up in the tests and and they take it right now, and again, they don't show up on those tests, I think it could really shake up the MLB maybe have some more surprising teams this year and again have some more records being broken and other, other things happening this year i'm not as big of a baseball fan as other people so i'm gonna put a question below uh if you're a baseball fan please tell me what do you think of this to me i think this could cause a lot of cheating this year but it also could mean a fun baseball season as well that is if they play with the lockdown i'll put two questions uh what has been your favorite sport to watch in the olympics and also what do you think about this situation Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, and view, I really would appreciate it if you did that. Again, hope you guys did enjoy. Sorry we haven't posted in a while. We do have some things coming up, though, including a trade deadline, breakdown, maybe some all-season for the NFL. I also have a what-if series that I do want to start, so a lot of different things I do want to do. Again, hope you guys did enjoy. I'm about to go watch the Wizards, who are right now down by around 7, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go watch them so I can be prepared for my Wiz Talk with CJ's episode tomorrow. Again, hope you guys did enjoy. Of course, as always, I'll see you next time. We out.